And we're back with another hot edition of comp season. Oh, so with hot. My, with my comp buddy, Thoughts. I'm your comp buddy? Yeah. Oh, man. My comparable buddy. I've never been a comp buddy before. Welcome to the club. You're nice. the first. <laughs> nice. Two main clubs, a party. Three main clubs, a crowd. Right? Is that what they yeah, say? I think so. We're comp buddies. We can say what we want. Yeah. Fuck you guys. You don't get to be a comp buddy. Mm. Rig was a comp buddy last year. But he didn't want to show up this year. Wow. Blame. Ooh, hey, the Ben Simmons downfall documentary is going to play on my TV. Oh. Yeah, just YouTube running in the background. It's two and a half hours long. Who the fuck decided to do that? <laughs> losers, dude. Fucking Bunch losers. of losers. We're cool. We make a fantasy football podcast for 12 people. We are cool. Yeah. We're comp buddies. Um. All right. So uh, this is wide receivers. After our our many many hours put in of of comping quarterbacks, tight ends, running backs on the previous pods, we're fine. We finally made it to the the cream of the crop. Ooh, so creamy. Yeah. Cream of wheat. There's a cream of chicken. Cream of mushroom. Cream of drawers. Anywho, what were you saying? I was going to say there's a stiff debate here at the top of the wide receiver rankings for who number one is. Who do you, who do you want to start with? Well, ever since the news that came out recently about that top guy, it's been kind of in question. Yeah. You hate to see it, you know? hate to see it. But I think we still got to roll with him. So, uh, yeah. Jalen McMillan, wide receiver now. Uh, <laughs> Arvin Harrison, Jr., all right, for my comp, I have bigger Marvin Harrison. For my comp, I have AJ Green. <laughs> That's actually probably good. I just felt like it was funny to say Marvin Harrison. Yeah, I mean, we all know he's a stud. He's the guy. He's the one-on-one, no matter where the landing spot is, even New England. You still take him at one-on-one if he's in New England? Mm-hmm, 100%. Mm. Even if, like, another guy is in Arizona, much better spot? Yes, yeah, right. you got talent over opportunity, and there's no none more talented than Marvin Harrison Jr. You got like Romo Dunze and Kyler Murray. Oh, well, no spoilers. Oh, sorry. But yeah, Marvin Harrison's just a fucking stud. What are you going to say? He's fucking crazy good routes, crazy good at the catch point, super fast, really good releases. Is there anything the whole, this guy can do? The whole route do? tree? I, literally, like, no, he's he does everything. And it's like almost like he's been getting trained by a Hall of Fame receiver his entire life. Weird. Weird how that happens. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not much to say here. Fucking stud. Do I actually have notes on him? I had everything you want in a wide receiver one. I just put stud. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up. Um, still probably a top 10 pick, Malik Neighbors. Ooh, Malik Neighbors. I put that he's um, kind of just like good at everything. He's like, you know how, like, Marvin Harrison's kind of, like, you said there's nothing he can't do. Like, he's great at everything. Neighbors, like, isn't that, but he's just kind of, like, good at everything. Yeah. He's good out of the slot. He's good out, out wide. He's good on a go ball. He's good on a slant. He's just kind of And there's, there's potential that, like, he was the reason that uh, Jaden Daniels made, looked so good yeah. after looking like shit at Arizona State for so long. I mean, it could be another guy we're talking about here soon, too. Could be. Um, or maybe but, the fact yeah. that he had both of them. I had prototype look, uh, 
maybe concerning speed. Um, from what I've heard, that is not the case. But uh, it looked like it on tape where I didn't see many breakaway plays except yeah, for the. I don't think bombs. he's like. I don't think he's like. Yeah, I don't think he's a burner by any means. But he's fast. He just kind of like. Like I said, he's good at everything. I don't know that he's like great at anything specifically. Like, there's not like one thing that he's just like better than everyone else at. Well, when the industry comps give him DJ Moore and Antonio Brown, it's like, all right, well, he just, might be a burner. Just very well rounded. Well, those guys aren't necessarily burners. Brown. That's part of why Brown fell so far is he wasn't like. He wasn't crazy fast. He wasn't crazy good at anything. He was just fucking good. Damn. I put well, Stephon Diggs. All right, Terry McLaurin. That's all. That was my. That was my personal. So, yeah. Uh, regardless, I think he's gonna be really good in the NFL. Yeah. Um, Romo Dunze, wide receiver three here. Yeah. And he is the same. Uh, he's no. He's another, a little bit taller. Little potential bit top ten dude. He's bigger. He's a big dude. Like I've been saying, he he's he plays angry. He plays like he got some swagger to him. He plays like uh plays like a man. Plays like a man. Plays football. Man. I put that he's a beast. Um, he's really good at the catch point. I, the only the, the downside I had for him is like it doesn't feel like, even like on all his big plays, I didn't feel like he was creating a ton of separation. But like he like, it felt like he always had like good leverage. Like he'd get inside a guy and then he's just not gonna lose. Yeah, and the separation thing. I mean to bring that up. It's like, do we? Do we overrate that? Because like last year it was Rasheed Rice was the guy that couldn't separate, and he's a stud. And then yeah. we said the year before that Drake London couldn't separate, but he's a stud. And that's why I love Jerry Judy so much because he can separate so well. I feel like JJ Ortega Whiteside really tainted our opinion on guys that can't separate. I feel like I used to be an all separation guy, and now I'm kind of going back towards the middle of like you don't necessarily need five yards of separation; you just need to be in good position to make a play. Yeah. Um, be good when it happens. So I put George Pickens. The internet told me Cortland Sutton or Corey Davis. So I said Mike Evans. They're all kind of similar. Big dudes. Good at shit. Yeah. Love to see it. Uh, Keon Coleman. So not as big of a name. We know the top three. Now it kind of gets a little muddier. But Keon Coleman, Florida State wide receiver. Uh, man, I, I said about him, he's like an athletic wide receiver. Not sure how it translates, but people love Keon Coleman. Yeah, I don't have a I don't have a comp for him, but I put that he's kind of a freak. And he has great so, hands. So we agree like, there. Yeah, like I don't know that I don't know that he's like the fastest dude or like the twitchiest dude. But yeah, I don't know. He just makes some like crazy plays. Like I this one play where he's like jumping over a dude and like almost reaching behind him and one handing it. Another another play where he, he catches a play, like makes a guy miss, hurdles another dude, and then like runs another dude over. And that I think that's like, why um for my when I watch him, I put my comp as uh Nelson Aguilar because in college that's kinda how he was. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever now, watched it, it didn't translate to the NFL, too. which is why I kinda put that in the notes, but uh somebody online said Ankeel Harry, and it's like that's concerning, but if it pans out, that's great. Yeah, that's scary, but he definitely seems like way more of a freak than those guys, but I don't. I guess I didn't see Nelson Aguilar in college. I remember watching him kill Harry, and I mean, I was the one that drafted his stupid ass, but I don't remember like that kind of like freakish athleticism popping off. Yeah, how do you feel about Allen Robinson? Uh, he was awesome for a time, and then fell off hard. I mean, in college. 
and he was a stud. Do you think similar to Keon Coleman? I actually have him as a comp later, which is interesting that you said that. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll get to it. it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Keon Coleman, uh, potentially nice. Um, definitely a first-round pick in our draft and will probably be a first-round pick in the NFL. And it seems like that's how most people are talking, like late first. Yeah. So we'll see how it works out for him. Yeah. Um, Brian Thomas Jr., a lot of hype around this guy. Yeah, so this is my A-Rob comp. Is it? Yeah, like literally just watching him play. I don't know if it's just the way he moves, the way he kind of runs in and out of Rouse. I just thought A-Rob just kept popping into my head. Yeah, I mean, watching Brian Robinson, you're like, that guy's a freak, that guy's big, that guy's strong, that guy's fast. That guy could eat me. Um, <laughs> but he's not as big as DK. He's not as fast as DK, and he's not as strong as DK. But he's like DK light. That's not my comp for him. Yeah. Um, but I have more of a Christian Watson. All right. Wide receiver one in Green Bay. I said A Rob because it's like another one that doesn't. Oh, there's a lot of big motherfucking receivers in this class. And it, that's great because, like, last I, year there were so many small wide receivers. Yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah, last year was, like, the year of the small dudes. And we're like, oh, maybe the NFL's changing. And now everyone's coming out to the fucking monster. And, like, Brian Thomas, like, compared to a lot of the other guys, like, after watching Odunze and Keon Coleman, I was just like, oh, Thomas doesn't look that big. And then I look up his size and he's actually pretty fucking big. Mm-hmm. He's another guy that doesn't seem like he's creating a ton of separation or anything. He's just kind of in a good spot. He has really good hands. And I would say that he's just another guy that's going to be a lock in our first-round rookie class. Probably. We'll see where he goes, but he should be another first-rounder. Yeah. Or yeah, and high second-rounder. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, just based on how NFL people are talking about him, like if he were to go above like Odunze. I feel like Odunze is You know, there's like a traits in. thing that GMs love, and like he has the traits. I feel like they have similar traits, though. I think yeah, Odunze is but- locked into the top ten. I think he is, but like, you know, there's still that possibility. I'm not going to say it's going to happen, but I'll bet Brian Thomas goes above Keon Coleman. Maybe. I think they're kind of similar. Like, they could, they're, they're interchangeable. Yeah. Um, okay. So next up, we have Troy Franklin, uh, Oregon. This is a hashtag fun to watch guy. Another Oregon guy who's hashtag fun to watch. It is. I, I, my comment on him was uh, Madden spectacular catch 99 overall. <laughs> yeah, I put that he's tall, slender, and fast as fuck. And so I think I said this uh, last week, maybe it was two weeks ago, about um, if you uh, or whenever I was doing my comps, I would, if I thought of someone, I would go watch a highlight tape of the person I thought of and saw if it matched up. And I thought of Martavis Bryant from watching Steelers games as a kid with my dad. <laughs> and I went and looked at a Martavis Bryant video, and I was like, it's fucking perfect. <laughs> it's funny because Martavis Bryant was one of the guys for Brian Thomas. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, for the industry comps. Um, uh, see, I thought of that for for Troy Franklin because he's just like he's kind of lanky, he's tall, but like he's also sort of a strider. Like when he, whenever he's the ball's in the air and he has a step on the cornerback, like he's gonna pull away from him. Yeah. Uh, now, how do you feel about like a uh, Robbie Anderson? Yeah, Robbie Anderson has that. chosen Anderson. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had a few years where he was doing that a lot, though. You haven't seen it in a few years now, but yeah, uh, one of the industry comps here, Terrace Marshall. We don't love that, but like, I like Terrace Marshall coming out of college. You fucking love Terrace Marshall. Don't I sell did. I traded a first round pick to pick him in the second round. Yeah, but 
See, he was never much of a burner, though. I feel like he was more of like a Michael Thomas guy, like tall and possession receiver. Yeah. Troy, Flake, I Troy Franklin, I just see as like a speed guy, like almost like a Deshaun Jackson role. Like he's good. I don't know his, 40, I see, his 40 projection is a 4-3-5. Yeah, I don't know if I see him being like a, a high-volume receiver. I feel like he's going to be like a – he'll be a punt returner and like a deep threat. But he's fucking mm. fun to watch. We don't, we don't love to hear punt returner, but uh, if he can get on the field, he is fun to watch. The boy can move. Why wouldn't you have him return punts and kicks? Uh, Adonai Mitchell, the next guy from Texas. Adonai? From Adonai, whatever. A.D. Uh, Mitchell. People just call him A.D. Mitchell. A.D. Mitchell from Texas. Uh, transfer from Georgia and another big guy. Yeah, and it um, was just funny. Like, I didn't think he was very big when I was watching him. I don't know if it's because of all the other receivers I've been watching. I was like, I thought he was sort of a smaller dude, and then I looked up his size, and he was fucking 6'4". <laughs> so I put, in the, I put on in my uh, notes that he was 6'4", but he plays like he's 5'11". Um, I just said that, is he a route runner or is he a speedster? Maybe he's both. I don't know. My next note was that he's like good at finding soft spots in zones, but like, I don't know that he's like making people miss a lot in man coverage. But he kind of just like sort of settles into a soft spot. And... Um, I, I don't hate that because I put that he's a uh, taller Josh Downs. Yeah. And like kinda Josh Downs forte. And I, I put that he's not super physical. Like he's not like fighting for extra yards. He's not really like running people over like he does it doesn't feel like he uses his size that's true um how do you feel about josh reynolds comp hmm. it's not great from a name standpoint but from a uh, utility in the nfl standpoint yeah, i feel like that's about like his role i don't see him being like a number one receiver no but he could be sure we're put fucking in, stupid in, we put him in the right spot we could be wrong a lot yeah uh, i also saw some mike wallace here that's interesting. Is yeah. he that fast though? Mm, he's projected to run at four or five. Yeah, like Mike Wallace is pretty fucking fast. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Xavier Leggett. Dude, speak another fun to watch guy. Yeah, and another he's, big bastard. He's six three two twenty seven, and he looks like he's six five two fifty. Out of everybody we've talked about over the last few weeks, this dude has. By far the, the highest speed score. He's projected a four two nine, and yeah, just like a fucking man. Dude, that's actually hilarious. Like, I feel like that lines up with my comp. I had, I have a comp here, and I think that's what everyone talked about him when he was coming out. Was I put that he's an in shape tuggy, tubby took. <laughs> like my, if, my my comp is discount Traylon Burks. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even say discount. I almost I like him better than I like Tubby Took coming out. See, I I love Tubby Took coming out. I like I like this guy better. I feel like he's um I don't know very similar style. Just like I mean I was I was locked and loaded to pick W two get one hundred four, but then I traded that pick. I almost wanted to say like if I, I was gonna say discount or poor man's, I'd say like poor man's AJ Brown. I mean that was Traylon Burks comp coming out. Yeah, but I I hated Traylon Burks coming out. Fair enough. Hence, uh, hence the Tubby Took name. Also potentially Jonathan Mingo here. But it's like it's like what Tubby Took should have been if he wasn't so fat. That's true, but he couldn't I mean, stay in shape. Leggett could be fat. He could he could just end up on. Dude, he has fucking and... he has fucking abs though. Like he plays with his jersey up to show him off. Oh, well, maybe we got another uh, DK situation. Maybe. All right. Uh, so only a couple more here to talk about that are going to probably go in our first in the first two rounds of our rookie draft. But uh, 
Lad McConkey. <laughs> My entire analysis on Lad McConkey is that I think Bill Belichick's biggest regret in life on his deathbed will be that he didn't get to coach the year that Lad McConkey came out and was <laughs> unable to draft him. Yeah, it's real, real damn shame that he's gone out of New England because this is definitely a New England wide receiver. Yeah. Whether it be Wes Walker, a, Julian Edelman. He's a deceptively fast guy. Yeah, and uh, I gave him a little Doug Baldwin comp. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Yeah. Not Get a, a white guy, Jesse. Oh, sorry, Cooper Cup. Uh, you you have to call him to a white guy. He's I meant white. I meant Hunter Renfro. <laughs> Cooper Cup, Hunter Renfro, same thing. He's really an Austin Collie comp if we're really talking about it. Yeah. But like, I bet, I bet Bill Belichick watches his tape and just like cries himself to sleep because he didn't get an NFL job this year. He says, "Damn, I really could have got the next Joe Jaravicious." Thank God. <laughs> God damn it! This what a shame. A real Don Hudson type, if you know what I mean. How about we give a little Troy Brown? I know. Get away from the white guys. Little slot guy that plays. You can't just call him that, though. Hmm? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, Devon. He, he does look oh, like he could be a good player, though. I'll yeah, he, yeah, people seem to love him. He he seems like the work ethic guy. He's like the, he was like the senior bowl darling. But, you know, so was Denzel Mims. So was Hunter Renfro. Yeah. All right. Uh, First up, one Devon, and last one out. Fontez Walker. Well, Tez Walker. Yeah. Did, did was he made by Drake May or did he did Drake May make him? Or fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or fuck. Did he make Drake May or did Drake May make him? <laughs> Which one was is, that? Is what you were going for. <laughs> oh. oh my. Tez All Walker. Right. Uh I have Denzel Min plus two inches. Interesting. I have skinny DK. And my, my, it's not necessarily even a compliment. My, my reasoning was I started watching him and about like five minutes into a highlight tape, I was like, I don't think I've seen him run anything other than a slant or a go route. And I, so I watched like another video and there was still nothing but slants and go routes. A couple end arounds. I'm like, I don't Real know that. Michael like, Thomas type. Like, I don't know that he can run routes is my thing. Either, I mean, there's a chance North Carolina just doesn't ask him to and he's actually really good at it. But I didn't see him running like any sort of like stick his foot in the ground and cut. Like I mean, this him. really goes back to what we were saying with Drake May is he doesn't really throw past the line of scrimmage. And when he does, it's a slant to Tez Walker. Well, I mean, there was plenty of downfield throws, but they were just like slow arcing posts or just go routes. There was no like – I didn't see him like make a – like turn a corner around and cut inside him or do any of that. It was purely just like run fast. Yeah, and maybe that works in the NFL for a, a maybe. specific role. I'm going to say it's hard to tell if he just can't do it or if it's just what North Carolina asks him to do. It's just fun that all these guys are so goddamn tall. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So we can just get a bunch of ex-wide receivers that are all balling out, and everyone that drafted wide receiver just gets a stud. <laughs> Except Lad McConkey. He's six, six foot, 185. Yeah. Um, all right, so Xavier Worthy is really the last guy that we is worth talking about. One more after this. Okay. Um, so Xavier Worthy is... 6'1", 172, real string bean motherfucker. And uh, my thing, my note on him said, is that Devonta Smith? And my comp was Devonta Smith. And I went to the internet and they said Devonta Smith. Really? Yep. I don't know that I saw that. I saw him. 
Well, it's hard too because Devonta Smith literally won a Heisman. Yeah, I mean Devonta Smith's so good at everything. He's such a good route runner. He's like good at the catch point. I feel like Xavier Worthy. I think he might be the best punt returner to come out in a while. You watch his highlight tapes, and it's just like fifty percent punt returns. And the boy can move, and it really, looks like he's really good at it. Looks um, like a guy you get in the ball in the open field, he's going to be really exciting. I don't know if he has like the well-rounded wide receiver chops, though. That's the thing, yeah. So like he was the wide receiver one in Texas, and then Mitchell came in and kind of took that over. Yeah. Or not? Yeah, Mitchell. So. Um, so I see him more as like the number three receiver and punt returner. That could be. Uh, how do you feel about Jamison Williams? Like, what Jamison Williams has become in the NFL? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Except, like, that kind of a role where he gets like two or three the, targets a game tops. And it's just big plays. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if he can develop into an uh, every down starter, then great. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Polk, uh, last guy here to talk about. Yeah, Jalen Polk. I don't know, but these Washington guys are just fucking. I don't know. Maybe it's um Penix. Maybe he's just awesome. But like, Jalen Polk just. I, I liked him a lot. Like, it looked like, it kind of like to me like it was like surprising that he's this far down the list. I know I heard some hype about him being a potential first rounder earlier on in the process. But man, he just seems like another guy to me that's kind of just like good at shit. Nothing really pops. He just like he runs good routes. He gets opens. He like strong hands. Tax a ball. Seems like he's fucking good. Yeah, but is that going to get you on the field every play? I don't know. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't know. I just felt like he's someone who's, like, maybe a first-rounder. Could be. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe you are. Like, back into the first somewhere. Uh, I had uh, Talon Wallace comp for him. I don't have a comp. Nothing stuck out, but... Mm. Um. And then we have a couple more on this list here, just names to know, and I'll give you the the comp that was online for them, and we'll just close it out. So, uh, Jermaine Burton out of Alabama, a slower Trey Palmer. That's not fun. Um, Brendan Rice. So he actually He's might a, get some like draft Jerry capital. Rice. I think it might be related. Yeah, he's his kid. Is it? This is the this is another one of the uh, Hall of Famers kids. Well, shit, there you go. Uh, it sucks that Jerry Rice's kid didn't get himself into the first-round conversation, but um, <laughs> he is in the draft, and uh, Zay Jones and DPJ comp for him. Yeah, and this might, maybe he just has uh, Caleb Williams making him look really good, or maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've heard his name a lot, so like he might be a, like a real-life second-rounder. I mean, when you're, whenever you go to USC and you're playing with Caleb Williams, you're going to get a lot more noticed. And when you're Jerry Rice's kid. This is true. Um, Ricky Persall, I fucking hate him. Uh, I think he <laughs> drops every pass that gets thrown his way, but oh well. We'll see how it works out for him. Uh, Johnny Wilson was like a top five wide receiver coming into the year, but he has fallen off since um, because he's more of a Colin Johnson type. What a fucking loser. Yeah. Uh, Jalen McMillan, um, nothing for him, but he played at Washington, so good for him. And Roman Wilson, uh, a lot of underdog storylines with this one. Uh, people saying that, you know, watch out for Roman Wilson. He might become somebody. Speedster. I, I, I haven't watched him yet. Maybe we'll, I'll give him a check out. He's a speedster. Uh, Mikul Hardman has a comp, and we saw what Mikul Hardman just did. Yeah, he could 
you know, get drafted, get cut, and then get brought back to the team and then get a Super Bowl winning catch. Yep. You never know. Love to see it. All right. Well, uh, I think that'll do it for this pod, Dot. You think? Already? Yeah. Comps we are done. Here. We're done with comps. Oh, it was a fun comp season, though. Um, I was if we have any revised comp, comps, buddy. I'm sure they'll come up later on. But uh, hey, now uh, we, we're out of content, every, I think, for a little bit. Everyone come into the group me and uh, hit us with why our comps are stupid. Yeah. And if you haven't done that on the first two pods, do it now. No. Q. Fuck you, Q. Yeah. Oh, hi, Wes. <laughs> Right. And, uh, we'll we'll think of something else to talk about next week. Yeah. Uh, hey, I was talking to Daddy, and he said that um, that he's met everybody in the in the league. And I was like, "Have you?" And then I was like, "Yeah, I guess he has." Daddy might be the only person you you and you and Daddy. I'm trying to think if I have. I think I have. Did you meet Q before? Ever? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I met Q a few times at, at uh, IUP. He probably doesn't remember me, but you met you met Buttons. Yeah, Budelski, um, Tyree. I think I met Tyree once when I was. That's the thing is, whenever I came down to Lock Haven and I was like blackout drunk, I don't necessarily remember who I did or didn't meet. They were probably around. And Trevor, th- maybe, probably. So, yeah, I don't know if I met. I don't know. Probably did, but I was probably hammered drunk. Trevor often did that to people. I haven't met. Trevor or Tyree in person since we've been doing this league. That's fair. But you know, maybe this is another time to remind people, hey, what do you think about getting together? Doing a little live draft this year, huh? Oh, and I have draft picks now. You do? So you can come. (laughs) Think about it, everyone. Think about it. Let's make it happen. Maybe. Maybe. All right. All right. All right. All right.